Welcome to day number 19 of the Superhero Marathon. And uh, we're down to almost our last Comics Cave offshoot here uh, for the sixth Comics Cave episode. I talked about uh, Silver Surfer and a comic called Past Sins. It's a pretty self-contained little uh, comic in the midst of a bunch of Thanos stuff. Uh, But it involved Galactus and went to the origins of Silver Surfer. And I really enjoyed talking about that and going over that comic again. So for the offshoot, since that was kind of more heavy, (laughs) I went for a lighter touch with the offshoot. And it gave me a chance to talk about the Impossible Man, (laughs) which is always a fun character to encounter. Uh, So that's, that's coming up here today on the main feed. Since once again, the uh, Patreon members have already had a chance to hear this offshoot, I invited Rish Outfield to uh, have a discussion with me about the uh, DC Cinematic Universe movies (laughs) that have come out. And because this marathon has been so Marvel-heavy, I thought we should talk a little bit about uh, some of these DC movies and characters and stuff. So and I thought it'd be fun to to have Rish along for the conversation. So that's what's playing over on uh, Patreon today. Again, if you'd like to catch up on some of these things over on Patreon and support the podcast, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash journey into and uh, check out the different options over there. But let's get you now to your Comics Cave Offshoot. And that'll set us up for tomorrow, where I present the latest full issue of the Comics Cave, when we'll be talking about the Fantastic Four again. (laughs) And then the day after that, we'll have its Offshoot episode. So good things ahead. I'll play the episode for you here now, and then uh, I'll see you again tomorrow. Well, welcome back here to the Comics Cave. Thanks for joining me for another offshoot episode of the Comics Cave. Uh, This time we're going to be talking about the Silver Surfer. In the main Comics Cave episode, I talked about Silver Surfer Volume 3, issue number 48. Uh, This one, I'm going all the way back to issue 36, and we're just going to cover part of this issue It was just a fun little thing that I I enjoyed quite a bit where a silver surfer uh, runs into the Impossible Man. (laughs) And the Impossible Man is uh, one of my favorite comic book characters from Marvel. Uh, I could never, you know, he's, he's great for one issue of something and then he goes away. Or maybe, you know, he's tangentially involved in several issues uh, he can wear thin on you as a character. Uh, you know, he's just kind of a fun trickster character. He's the Impossible Man is an alien. Uh, he's from the planet of uh, Pop-Up. <laughs> and uh, so he's considered a uh, Popupian. And uh, he's just kind of a silly character that's meant for comic relief, basically. Uh, he was, I can't remember what issue, but he was a vi- he was initially 
introduced in uh, some of the early Fantastic Four comics. And uh, I know he visited the Fantastic Four on Earth after an encounter with them. And he learned a lot from watching television. And so he's got a lot of pop culture references in his head. And he's a short little impish creature. You know, he's kind of short. Uh, he's got a pointy head. Very high eyebrows. I guess uh, kind of like a cone head. <laughs> but not quite that. It's more a pointy head. But not a, not a sharp point. Anyway, you know, he just looks like this, this little imp. Which is probably the look that uh, Jack Kirby was going for. I think... Jack Kirby was the first one to draw him. I'm, just, I'm sure he was, because he was the Fantastic Four guy. I guess at his core, he's a uh, a shapeshifter, but it's not like you're thinking. A shapeshifter, he basically can instantly change himself into the form of something. Like, uh, it could be something like a character, like the Silver Surfer, or it could be uh, he's looking trying to look like Galactus. Or he could be an electric fan, or a rocket engine, or a bomb, or just anything. A chair. He can just instantly change his, rearrange his molecules to take the shape of, of something, either animate or inanimate. And he kind of takes on the properties. Like if he turns into a fan, he'll, he can, he'd be a working fan that turns and blows air. That kind of thing. Just, again, just kind of a silly, nonsensical character that doesn't make a lot of sense, but he's a lot of fun. He's very annoying. Uh, he always means well, but he always irritates people and gets in the way and causes problems. And, uh, you know, his social skills aren't very good. And he's a lot of fun. I've, I really enjoy him. And I like when he shows up. Um, again, you can only take him for a short little bit. And that's all we have. We just have him for the last half or so of this issue. And just the, the plot of the story, like I said in the in the main podcast, this is in the long lead up to the Infinity Gauntlet crossover uh, where Thanos has come back. And at this point, Thanos returned in uh, Silver Surfer issue 34. This is issue 36 that we're talking about. So it's right after Thanos came back. Uh, basically, Silver Surfer doesn't know who Thanos is. He had an encounter with him, and he wants to learn more because he knows that Thanos is on a mission from death to uh, eliminate one half of the population of the universe. And uh, he knows that's his mission. So he goes to Earth. He goes and talks to the Avengers, primarily Captain America, and learns all the history of Thanos. And then he's on his way to go to Titan to visit with Thanos' father and brother because he was told that he'll be instrumental in defeating Thanos, or that he could be, I guess. But anyway, the, the, what I'm going to talk about really has nothing to do with that. I'm just setting the stage for what's going on with this uh, issue. Before all this started, back in, uh, was it issue 33, the Silver Surfer met up with the Impossible Man for the first time, and the whole issue was his first encounter with the impossible man. So he knows him, he knows who he is and all that kind of stuff. And that was the issue uh, just before uh, Jim Starlin took over as the main writer. And uh, as I said in the previous episode that you may or may not have heard, you know, Jim Starlin was really the one who invented a lot of this stuff. 
in this time. You know, he came up with bringing Thanos back and all the cosmic stuff that was going on at this time. For quite a while, uh, Jim Starlin was the one that was doing all this. And uh, Ron Lim is the the artist, the main artist here. And so, I don't know, maybe Jim Starlin wanted his own experience here with the Impossible Man. Because he, I would see him as being a very fun character to write for. Anyway, the main goal of the Impossible Man is he knows about Thanos, he knows about the Silver Surfer, and his theory is that Thanos is so grim and dark and serious that Silver Surfer, in order to defeat him, needs to lighten up, that he's also kind of grim and serious, and and uh, in order to defeat Thanos, he needs to, to lighten up and understand, have a sense of humor. And so that's the Impossible Man's goal here. And of course, the Silver Surfer knows what he's in for. He knows what the Impossible Man is. He doesn't want anything to do with him at this point. He knows the Impossible Man is not a threat, but right now he's an obstacle. He's in his way. He won't leave Silver Surfer alone to go find out more about Thanos. And uh, like I said, he he shapeshifts or transforms instantly with a little sound of a pop. <laughs> and... Um, you know, because he's from Pop-Up and he's a Papapushin or whatever his race is. And so that's what, whenever he transforms, you hear a little. And the way you can tell that it is uh, the Impossible Man is because he's always like green and purple. Seems to be a theme with characters. I get, you know, it does show up well on the uh, on the page, the green and purple. But in the main episode, I talk about Drax the Destroyer. And uh, he's pretty much a green guy with purple clothes. And the Impossible Man has always been green and purple. And so, yeah, it's a very popular color. (laughs) But yeah, so when he becomes the Silver Surfer, he's like the green Silver Surfer with purple little accents. Or, you know, when he's anybody else, you know, he could be Bugs Bunny and he'd be a purple and green Bugs Bunny or something like that. Um, So that's another characteristic how you know it's he doesn't change his total shape you always know that it's something off but he can change in any form it just has to be green and purple Um, and you always hear the characteristic sound so and so i don't know just let me go through some of these transformations the first thing he changes into is a pie and he lands right in uh, silver surfer's face so right from the get-go you know he's he's going for the comedy bit when Silver Surfer falls down to a planet, he retrieves his uh, board, surfboard, and brings it down in his mouth like a dog. Um, then he turns into a mirror so that the Silver Surfer can look in, look at himself. He turns into a professor with a, like a graduate hat uniform. He changes into a light bulb. He changes into Thanos. You know, and in between, he's changing it into himself as well. And then back to the professor or the the graduate or whatever, a pair of binoculars, like a party bag, because he calls him a party pooper. Uh, <laughs> he changes into where half of his face is, is Thanos, and then half of his face is Silver Surfer, saying they're two alike. He changes into a meat grinder. He changes into Frankenstein. He changes into a clown. He changes into like a seltzer bottle that sprays water or into the Silver Surfer's face. He uh, transforms into uh, something that basically trips 
Silver Surfer and then pushes him over so he falls down. He changes into a little car. Uh, he changes into a, a large fruit hat on top of Silver Surfer's head. At one point, the Silver Surfer gets frustrated and he, and he blasts him with energy, which usually wouldn't hurt Impossible Man, but he transforms it to make it look like there's a hole through his body and he falls down or, and then Silver Surfer feels bad and tries to pick him up and he gives him a big old kiss on his face and says, oh, I love you, Surfy, or whatever he says. <laughs> Uh, you know, so it's basically whatever he's talking about, he transforms into that. Um, you know, he transform, he, he's talking about, you need to get the point. He transforms into attack and he, he's going towards, and then he turns into some flowers. He changes into Charlie Chaplin, Groucho Marx, Yoda. He transforms into a big wave. And it's just fun to see, you know, you hear all this imbecilic conversation and, but he's trying to make a point, you know, he's trying to get the silver surfer to lighten up. Um, this wave envelops the silver surfer and then he, it goes dark and then he, the impossible man changes into a, a cannon and blows him out onto the planet. Uh, he changes into Lockjaw, the big inhuman dog character and gives him a big old, gives silver surfer a big lick on his face. And, uh, you know, all, like I said, all the while trying to convince him that he needs to lighten up. So the conversation toward the end here. Silver Surfer's kind of apologizing to him. He says, I don't mean to, to deal with you so roughly, but you're just so infuriating. Always talking and never listening. And that's when he's lockjaw and he gives him a big old lick on his face. And he says, it's okay, Chrome Dome. I understand completely. And then Silver Surfer says, fine, I, I give up. You win. I'll lighten up. Whatever that means. Impossible Man gets all excited, changes back into himself. And then and he says, honest? Silver Surfer says, yes. You promise? Yes. Hope to lose an eye if you lie? And Silver Surfer says, haven't I given you my promise? Impossible Man says, yes, but you don't look all that happy about it. And Silver Surfer says, take my word, please. And then Impossible Man just really brightens up. His whole face lights up and he's like, Henny Youngman. Well, sort of. And then he just starts laughing and the whole panel is just ha, 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 him laughing. He's down on the ground, kicking and, and punching the ground, just laughing and laughing. And Silver Surfer doesn't get the joke. He's like, Henny who? And then Impossible Man feels like his job is done, right? He's like, you're going to be all right, Surf. That's a tremendous load off my mind. And then he turns into like a, a small hot air balloon. He says, I can now go back to being my old airheaded self. Responsibility like this is such a drag. And he says, but I, I have to be sure. And he faces Silver Surfer and turns his hand into a pie. And he looks at Silver Surfer and he says, well. And then the Silver Surfer flips his hand up, knocking the pie into the Impossible Man's face. And then the Impossible Man, you know, is confident that his purpose has been made clear. And he takes off and leaves the Silver Surfer down on the planet. And Silver Surfer kind of grumbles, kind of talks to himself. He says, completely mad. But perhaps he did have a point. And then he thinks and says, sure, at the top of his head. And then he's like kind of astonished. And then he asks, was that a joke? And he's kind of perplexed, kind of scratching his head kind of thing. And that's the end. That's, that is the, the end of the, the issue. But it's just, I really like the Impossible Man. He's always good for a laugh. He, him and Ben Grimm are always fun because, you know, Ben's so grumpy. 
And, uh, but he gets on everybody's nerves. There was a really good annual of the new mutants where the impossible man and warlock face off against each other, uh, changing into different shapes and stuff like that. So that was a lot of fun. Or the main silver surfer comics cave episode that I did was a little bit heavy in its themes. And so, uh, this is definitely a, a palate cleanser. It's, it's, it's the light version of the silver surfer and some of the fun characters that he can meet up with. Um, so anyway, I'm glad we were able to have this time back in the cave and, uh, investigate this little offshoot. If you would like to listen to the main silver server episode where I talk about bad sins, um, you can, uh, go to Patreon and, uh, become a spelunker at the $5 level. And you can listen to all of the main comics cave episodes. But uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you next time. We're back in the cave. The audio from this podcast is exclusive to patreon.com slash journey into. I can never understand women. Now take my wife, please.